This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dudes Who Bet Sports show, a special Belmont Park edition. We'll be going over the Belmont Stakes in just a minute. Papa Dude, how we doing? I'm fine. I'm a little tired, but I'm fine. A long day in the driver's head car. Uh, wears you out when you get to Thursday. So we'll get Friday tomorrow and get it over with. But doing good. I can imagine. Yeah, I would not want to do that. I don't I don't know anybody that would want to do that. You know, it's not I've done it so long. I guess I just have a sense about it that when I can kind of sense when they're gonna do something stupid, that doesn't mean you know, you're safe. That's yeah. Sure. But I don't know. I've done it so long. I know I know their tendencies and everything that I'm not real scared most of the time. <laughs> I probably should be, but I'm not. Well, that's good. No, yeah. I, I I would be. I would be scared the whole time. <laughs> There's a few, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm here and I'm mad. Uh, the Rockies blew a 4-1 lead, lost the game 6-4 to today. So um, just ending as we got on the air. So I'm re- really upset, pissed about that one. But other than that, doing doing good. Um, yeah. I lost one the other night. You know the one I'm talking about. They hit a guy, walked to, yeah. you know, blew a three-run lead. I think it was the Dodgers against the Reds the other night. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't take the pitcher out after he walked somebody and hit, or he walked two and hit somebody. And yep. It's so frustrating. <laughs> That's what happened to the Rockies? They they had a walk and they had another walk and then a double and then a sack fly. And then all of a sudden you're behind. So you, you can't walk anybody. I don't care what level it is, what say softball or baseball, you can't walk people. You just no. can't. No, you can't, and uh, that happens. Oh well, we're we're I'm over it already. We got three more to go tonight uh, for baseball. We'll see how those go. God, also I lost it. I played a daily double at uh, Indiana Grand, or well, Horseshoe in Annapolis. I don't know how the the, the I, I won the first leg easily. I don't know how the second leg went. How it did? I still can't figure out how that horse run. I ran two three behind a seventeen to one shot that just. Got away from them somehow. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's been a day, but we could we could turn it all around. So uh, we'll you want to you want to save all your luck for Saturday? Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael says uh, Phillies and the Panthers that par- parlay tonight. That's a mortal lock. What do you think of that? Play? Mortal lock is no such thing uh, as a mortal lock. Right. Um, I do like the Panthers tonight, but I'm not real confident. Not as confident as I was in the Nuggets last night. Yeah, I took the Heat. I thought the Heat would play better. Wow, you took the Heat. boy! I had the whole time. I had the whole time. And that was as about as disappointing as as I've been on on the Heat. They were not great. No. They were not great. Not great. Well, um, here's the thing with them. They have to shoot lights out, mm-hmm. and they didn't last night. And the Nuggets are better, no doubt. The nuggets about. are better. I think that's that's with the yeah. deal. They're just better. Yeah, and uh, their coach called them out after mm-hmm. game two, and he was right. They weren't playing real hard. I think they let that game get away from them, and they responded and mm-hmm. played a 
you know, this is a, a game we've been waiting for from the Nuggets. We've never seen them get this far. Look like they might blow this. Go down to Miami, a very tough place to play against a very tough team, and blow them out. That's what we've been waiting for for the Nuggets, and they did it. Yeah, and the Nuggets, uh, they rolled, and, and Simich had him on several alternate lines for bigger prices as well, and he got them all. He, he played them all the way up to 14 and a half. Uh, like I said, on the show yesterday, we felt very confident the Nuggets would come back and win that game. Um, you know, I, I just think with that, one game doesn't change my opinion on a series. You know, that's yep. that's the deal here. So there's Doc. Doc, good checking in. Good uh, you see you. a situation uh, at Horseshoe Annapolis. Tell us who you're live to. We'll watch it on the air here. Uh, okay. 16 minutes. So let us know who you're live to, Doc, and we'll we'll watch it. So, all right. While we're doing that, let's go to the Belmont Stakes. I've got it pulled up here on the screen. Um, we've been talking about it, uh, quite a bit. So, uh, sure. <laughs> throughout the day, um, this is your first chance, uh, to, to kind of get your thoughts on it. Okay. Um, you have your picks in the guide, which should be out sometime here soon. But let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. What was your first kind of, uh, thought when you started well, this race? The first thing I've not been able, cause I've been working and I've not been able to, keep up with everything is magic still as sour about this race as he was uh, when he said he didn't give a flying F about this. If mage didn't win the Preakness, has he changed his tune? He seems to be, he seems to be in a good mood. So okay. I, I think he's changed his tune. He, ha he hasn't said anything negative. He hasn't said anything negative. Yeah. Not this one. Uh, well, I'll take his place. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that I don't have any interest in it. I just can't back any of these horses very much. You know what I mean? I, it's a it's a very good card. And I did watch your preview or your picks uh, a while ago to kind of get a feel for where you were going. Uh, and and it, it you hit the nail on the head. We're only one we're missing is Mage. Mm -hmm. uh, but there isn't anything to be missing, really. It's kind of – it's just – it's been a lackluster triple crown, hadn't it? It's just been weird. The whole thing is, I do think the undercard is really good. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the card tomorrow is really good. But the main event is lacking. So, I that's good, JL. I agree. <laughs> One of these will win the belt. Win it. Yeah. Um, you know, this could be one where there could be a big upset comes there and win. I think this would be one that I don't think I would lay any money on my pick. I think I'd throw some money on an, on an upset. So you go through there and you try to see which one it could be. But having said that, I, I agree with you. I think the one that's been the most impressive out of this field is the eight, Angel of Empire. Ran really well in the Kentucky Derby, and Mage just got the jump on him. We all remember that. And when the jockey's fault, he was surprised by what Mage did. He still ran well. So if you're going to pick somebody, I think I'd go there. The wild card for me in this whole thing is the six, is Forte. And I heard what you said, and I agree too. What are we going to get? What are we going to see? Is he too risky? I don't think he should be the favorite at five to two. Yeah. Do you? No, I don't. He hasn't run since what the Florida Derby. Mm -hmm. 
And what'd you say? 70 days? Is that what yeah, it is? 70 days. So basically two months and a, and a week off. So it's been a long time since we've seen him. How's that going to affect him in a mile and a half race? That was, that was a big question. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. If we get his best shot, I think he wins. But I don't know what we're going to get. What what was the injury? Is it okay? I think it is. Should we not worry about that? Is the main concern coming off the 70 days? Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest problem with him. Uh, I, I do really like him as, uh, as a horse. I, I think he... I think he's an excellent horse. I, I, I just am a little bit worried that he's not at his absolute best on Saturday. Now, not at his absolute best. Is that still good enough to win this race Saturday? I think that's the big question. Yeah, because I think it could be. I'm, I'm not loving anybody really in here. That's the way I am. From wow, they're gonna just blow their doors off type horse, yeah. you know? So he has a shot, even if he's 90%, let's say. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's the big question. I think we're going to see his best later in the season. And I think this summer we're going to see him come on, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I look for him to run well. And if he does, like you said, I think 90% of himself will win it. So I've got him second, and I'm probably going to regret not picking him because I, I really thought about it long and hard, but I'm just worried. I got the four third, but I, that's that's my dumbest pick of all. I don't think this horse is that good. I just don't. Do you? Well, do you, why why do you have him in third? Is it just the Baffert situation? Idiot. I, I think he'll hit the board. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to win. I, I He ran really well. In the Preakness. But what was the Preakness? And he just got the lead. Nobody was there to challenge him, basically, right? Yeah. It's not going to happen in this one. No. So I don't – I mean, I think he has talent. I think he's pretty good. It won't surprise me if he wins, but I guess it will surprise me. But I do have him third. I do think he'll hit the board. Is that the way you kind of feel? Yeah, I, I think he gets out to the front. I, I think he's the one they're going to have to run down. I, I'm i with you. I just don't think the Preakness came up very tough. I think he got everything his own way. Yes. I I think Mays didn't run quite as well as he did in the Derby, and I just think he kind of he just kind of walked around there and won. Now, I, I do kind of – think he could do that again because i'm not sure there's just a ton of speed in this race either um but i I tend to think there's a little bit better horses that'll go get him i think so too for example if forte is his best he's going to beat national treasure yeah don't you think of course we don't know if he is the one i don't like that all everybody does is the two i just haven't seen him do anything that impresses me so yeah He's the one I'm leaving off. My upset special uh, is the seven hit show. I think this sets up for him. 10 to one. Love it. Horse is pretty good. He's ran pretty well. If anyone, I I think he would be my upset pick. I don't see anything else that I would waste any money on. I may be wrong, but I still see anything else. Well, a lot of talk in the chat right now about the smoke up in New York from the wildfires in, in uh, Canada that have blown down and forced cancellation today uh, of the Belmont Park, 
park card. Uh, this is what I'll say. If, if we can play two baseball games today, uh, you know, the Yankees and the White Sox currently playing, we can, and they're going to play another one. We can play baseball. I think we can run. I think we're going to run Friday, Saturday, Sunday at Belmont. So I, I would be pretty surprised if we don't, unless, unless it gets worse, but supposedly in, in the four forecast, uh, if you want to call it for that, seems like it's going to be better. So I think we're going to run. Um, yeah. Back to the race. Look, with Tappet Trice, and I just got done talking to Jared about this. It, it's like you say, yeah, he's got talent, but he can't get stopped, and he doesn't have a huge turn of foot. And you got to, it's this and that. And I finally said, Tappet Trice has too much baggage for me. It's yeah, exactly. Too many things. Like, yeah, if everything goes absolutely perfect, he can win. But you can say that for a lot of them. Exactly. And then Forte, it's just like. I just don't quite know where we're going to see him at his absolute best. And so I didn't want to do that. And then you look yep. at Angel of Empire and it's just like, I, where's the problem with yeah, him? I he's mean, the logical. Yeah. He's the logical one. He, he <laughs> ran him at a mile. He, he didn't, you know, he got second loose on the lead leader. Couldn't catch him. They go to a mile and eight. He improves and he wins. They go to a mile and eight again. He improves and he wins. They go to a mile and a quarter. He improves by a speed figure standpoint quite a bit. He did get third, but he was fast closing, and he, like I said, Mays just got got the jump on him that day. You come here, I I don't know. I just feel like he makes a lot of sense in this spot. I'm not going to be shocked if Forte beats him because Forte might be a little bit better of a horse. I just feel like this is the right time at the right spot for Angel of Empire. So I put him on top. Um, I, I, I did put Forte second. National Treasure third. I'm with you. I, I don't love National Treasure, but at the same time, I do see a situation where he's out on the lead. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily trust that Tappet Shoes and Il Miracola are going to go out there and get him. Yeah. If they don't, he can go gate to white. He could. So. He could. I think Angel of Empire should be the favorite. I think so, too. I don't think he's not going to be, but I think he should be like three to one. Yeah, or he's five to two, and Forte's seven to two, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, Forte's not going to go that high, obviously. No, no, no. I'm just saying your line, morning line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think it makes sense. I, I think with Forte, if you like him, I, I do think you're going to get like two to one on him. Oh, I do too. So, you know, I, I just feel like. <laughs> If you like Forte, if you think Forte's going to run a big race, you're going to get the price. And gosh, I can't, I can't argue with you. you well, know, let's, he, uh, let's say this: if he wins, you ain't going to get two to one on the next time he goes out. No, no, this will be the best price you're going to have on him in a while, no doubt. It's basically he needs to win this kind of race to set himself apart from the rest of this, right? Yep. And if he does, he's seven for eight, and he is going to separate himself. From the rest of this field. Yep. Yep. And if we're looking for a star, three year old, this is the baby we want right here. I, yeah, he would be good. And, and or, you know, maybe Angel of Empire winning would also be fine. Um, uh, you know, I, if he wins this race, it's like you look at it and go, okay, he won the Risen Star. He won the Arkansas Derby. He was third in the Kentucky Derby, but ran really well. And he won the Belmont. So he's. Yeah. He would be number one. I mean, Forte wins. He would be the number one horse going in the summer. Oh, and um, we're forgetting the other one is National Treasure. If well, he, he would be a slam dunk number one horse because he would win two out of three legs of the Triple Crown. So those are the three that that could be 
superstars going into the summer. Um, right. But we'll see what happens. I. The other thing that I'm, I'm just not convinced. Happened Trice. I, you know, I've been back and forth with him. I, yeah. I don't. I just don't know how much of a turn of a foot he really has. And the Belmont probably sets up pretty well for his running style. So he could do it here, but he just hasn't shown that burst. You know, he's more of a grinder. Yep. So he's, I don't know. I, I just couldn't get there with him. Right. Couldn't get there with him. Um, he's, how about this? He's a Pennsylvania Derby horse or Ohio Derby or something to that effect, maybe. You think? Or is he that good? <laughs> he's probably that good. I, I don't really – I think my biggest problem is I just don't really know what he is. And I, I think I think after the bluegrass, I had a pretty good idea. And he saw him in the derby, and it's like, well, that I, I was wrong. <laughs> but even when you throw out the derby, you, you look back and you go, I don't know that he can – that he can do this. Like I, he may just kind of be a, a little bit one pace. Now, again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be surprised if he wins. Cause I do think this race is made perfectly for him and horses like him that have a, have a big motor can go all day. Don't have to have a lot of explosion can kind of wear you down. So I won't be shocked if he wins. Um, you know, the way this has gone, you said hit show, you like him a little bit as well. Another horse that people are talking about is Archangelo. Yeah, uh, a horse that's eight to one, won the Peter Pan. I kind of think this horse is a little bit like We the People last year, where I think Archangel is pretty good, but I think this might be a little too much too soon. What did you think of, about him? I, I can't add anything to it. That's exactly what I think, too. You know, he hasn't been in this kind of a race. We'll see. He, he's definitely one that could step up. He could. Yeah. We'll just have to see if he's good. Yeah. I, he's. I kind of wanted to get him involved, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't, I just, I'm not convinced he's like good. I, I'm not convinced he's like top level where he can jump up now and beat a Forte Angel of Empire, these horses. Um, not, if they're, not if they run their best. No. Yeah. And, so. and Angel of Empire, and I think he's the most likely horse to run his best race. Yeah. I really do. It, it tap at trice would probably be the second horse that you would say, yeah, he's probably most likely to get a top effort because of the, of the situations, you know, the rest of them, I'm not sure. National treasure coming back pretty quick, I, mm -hmm. you know, probably going to run. Okay. Some of these other ones, they look like they're over their heads a little bit. You mentioned hit show. Talk about him again, 10 to one. He seems like he's going to kind of be the wise guy horse. That's the negative, but this is a horse that probably should get the mile and a half. Yeah, I mean, I just think he's he's done a little bit, right? I mean, he's got a little past history. Um, I you know, I I like Cox a lot, and you know, I just think he's got a shot. If you want to go a uh, an upset, um, he ran okay in the Derby, finished fifth, second in the Wood Memorial, won the Withers, uh, won an allowance at Oakland, so. He's been in big races, and I think he's got a shot. I do. So he would be somebody I'd throw in there as an upset. I don't know, though, if he can go get somebody that's loose on yeah. the lead. I'm glad you said that. That was going to be kind of my last 
like point to make or however you want to call it. Um, yeah, first of all, the betting Bible is out. It just got released as we went on the air. So you can go to your picks dashboard now if you've purchased that and look at that. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about Hit Show and Tapatrice. I, I feel like Forte and Angel of Empire have shown a burst in their races where they can kind of do what you just said. It's a really, it's a really interesting concept of they can get away from the other horses, right? Quickly. Can hit show, can tap at trice, take advantage of the mile and a half. And even though those horses get away, maybe they could still kind of reel them in. I think that's the story of this thing. Um, if if both the big horses talking about Forte and Angel of Empire, if they both fire and kind of squirt screw scoot away from the rest of the, the competition, I'm not sure these horses are good enough to go get them. What about you? No, I don't think so either. I just think if Forte's ready, I think he's going to win. But I just don't. That 70 days worries me. Yeah. Just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah it's, I agree with you. If these two fire, I think it's one or the other of them is going to win. Um, one subject I wanted to bring up here, I'm, I'm emailing uh, this this guy to a few people uh, that was asking for it. That's why I'm kind of in and out here. Uh, James Sills says the problem with Angel of Empire is his dosage index of nine and that's what got magic off the horse as well. So this is what this is, is an index to kind of determine uh, based on pedigree if a horse can go a mile and a half. And it's been around for, for years and years and years. Um, I, like, it's, ba- it's based on what? Somebody's opinion? It's based on, uh, I, I don't know exactly. I, to be honest, haven't don't really take much stock into it, but but a lot of people do. It's It's not a bad tool. Uh, I guess it's just based on pedigree and uh, it's probably a systematic thing uh, that they look at. So, um, you know, certain factors make, make the index go up or down is my, and somebody can, somebody can correct me on that. I'm not sure. What's what's the good number? What's the high number? I couldn't tell you, but magic's been concerned about it. And uh, James is concerned about it as well. I've seen a couple of comments uh, other than James throughout the shows, the last couple of days about it as well. I never Uh, heard of it. Uh, Magic said American Pharaoh had a worse one than Angel Vampire in one. Um, but, you know, some horses just outrun that pedigree. This is what I'll say with the caveat of you may be absolutely right and he doesn't get the distance. Okay. I, I You never know until they do it. But this is what I'll say, not even as a rebuttal, it's just as kind of how I look at it. Sure. They immediately, well, as soon as they could, well, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, go no, you go ahead and finish. As soon as they possibly could, they stretched him out to a mile and eighth. The earliest mile and eighth race they put him in, right? Yeah. They kept him at a mile, mile and eighth again. Then they moved him to a mile and a quarter. He's getting better. Like his his, his figures, no matter what figure you look at, is better going longer. Um, to me, the, his pattern, what they've done with him, how he's looked in all his races, it doesn't visually to me seems like a mile and a half is going to be any problem. Could he get too far behind and get in trouble there? Yeah, I, I think that's definitely. Right. I just lean more towards what I've seen on the track and what the trainers kind of said all along is he needs a lot of distance. I think that'll be pretty good for him. So that's, and I, I I'm not even really, you know, talking down on the index. I'm just like, yeah, I can watch races and see. I don't really think a mile and a half is going to be a problem. Go ahead. 
Well, I think the other thing is if 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 James is a looks at pedigrees a lot, then you got to go with you got to use that as one of your factors, right? We've talked right. about betting theories and things of that nature. Yeah, you know, you and I don't get into I don't as much on the pedigree. I mean, I look at it, sure, but um, if you really go by that and that's one of your big deals, then you got to look at that. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and, you know, I think I go by pedigree a ton before we actually see where they fall, how they run, what they look like on the track. And then I it gets less important to me when I see a horse and I go, well, I mean, it looks like a horse that can go that far. So I don't really worry about it all that much. Yeah. Uh, the horse is by uh, Classic Empire, uh, a horse that really didn't have much trouble going long and uh, to honor and serve is the damn sire it's look i mean i don't think it's like the oh wow this is the belmont pedigree but i don't look at that and say this horse is can't go past a mile and a half or mile and a quarter or mile and an eighth i should say you know it's it's like yeah it it probably is so yeah yeah i and and you know and again i can't speak to what the index is how they do it all this stuff steven says they haven't updated the sire list in ages which would explain it because Classic Empire is a newer sire, obviously. Uh, he's well-bred for the distance. Not sure I like the equipment change. So one last thing on him, and uh, good good thing to bring up. They're adding blinkers to Angel of Empire in this race. Mm-hmm. Um, Flavian Pratt, right after the race, Kentucky Derby, jumped off and said, put blinkers on him. as well. He always works well in blinkers. So they're going to try it. Um Steven, it's a concern for me as well. I, I don't like horses changing equipment before the big races. Um, you know, if he would have done it in the prep season, yeah, that's okay. That's what preps are for. You're prepping for the big spots here. It's it's interesting. And, and the thing with me, what's he really done wrong in these races to say we need an equipment change, you know? But you kind of have to trust Flavian Pratt and, and Brad Cox is not dumb. So no, that's the first thing I thought too when you said that. Why did he get off that horse and say that just like that? There had to be something that horse was doing that tipped him off, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I, 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 I tend to lean that way. It, I think, it, and Michael says he loves the blinkers, but I, I think, about, you know, back to Stephen's point a little bit, It sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it did work really well for Pretty Mischievous, but – Sometimes it doesn't work well at all. And so I, I I think as handicappers, once you get your horse, you do start to kind of think about, oh, gosh, what if he just runs off with these blinkers? What if he gets scared? You know, what if he gets spooked? All this stuff. And I think as handicappers, that's just kind of our natural progression of thought. I, end of the day, I don't think it's going to really be a big factor one way or another. That's how I'll kind of leave it. Well, you know, some of it too, how much confidence you have in the trainer. Cox it's would a lot be. of it. I he, He's not a guy that just throws something on no. there to throw it on there. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. If he thinks they need it and the jockey says it too, that's good enough for me. Now, he may not run well, but if they think he's going to, it's just you have faith in them, in their judgment. And I don't know why you wouldn't. We've got a photo here at Indiana. I believe Doc has hit. Oh, good. The pick five. Um, there it is. Yeah, he did hit it. Uh, he's got the pick five. 
at Horseshoe. Uh, okay, that's pretty good will pay there, Doc. I'll 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 let you choose if you tell how much you just won. But congratulations, congratulations. Oh yeah, he did it again. Yeah, great job. Drop in the bucket for him. Yeah, yeah. Great job as usual. So here you go. James Sill says uh, you want near three on the index here. American Pharaoh was a 4.3. No horse with a nine has ever won the Belmont. They update sires every year on your E-Base 5 line cross at the bottom. There you go. James, if you believe in that, then don't bet the horse. Exactly. You have to go with what you believe in. And, you bet. And there it is. So. All right, James. Uh, James, tell Good everybody luck. about Good that. Luck. Great job, Doc. Great, great, great job. Oh, excellent. Uh, JL says, guessing, talking about the blinkers, guessing they uh, think uh, they'll help him stay on the pace a little bit better. Uh, can't be closing from deep on this race. I think that's a lot of it. I, I When I watch him, oh, okay, let's, I'm trying to think how I could say this. When I watch closers, they all have a same kind of, they're a little bit lopy early. They they have a big kick, but other than that big kick, they're kind of they kind of just lope around. They don't look to be that athletically built. I don't see any of that on Angel of Empire. He seems athletic. He's not a big bulky horse. He right. I think the I think that's what they're thinking. I think they're thinking he, he's fallen that far behind, maybe because he's not quite focused. So if we put the blinkers on. Maybe he sits more mid-ish to front-ish of the pack. Yep. And I think their thought process, he's making that big move because we're asking him and he has to do it. He has to pass all those horses. Maybe he can make that big move and not have to pass quite as many. Exactly. Get a little closer and then boom, he's he's way ahead of them. Well, my thought on it is too, they wouldn't be making these changes if they liked the, if they were satisfied with the way he was running. Mm -hmm. They've got to think there's more to him than what they're getting. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's a trust of Brad Cox to, he's not going to do something dumb. And listen, Flavian Pratt's rode a ton of horses. And, you know, if he told him that, it, it probably means the horse was just a little goofy, you know. Um, yeah. You also look at the Arkansas Derby. He kind of, once he gets a lead, he kind of ducks in and out a bit. I mean, yes. nothing awful, but you could tell he wasn't quite, you know, laser focused. Yep. Um, and, you know, maybe he wasn't quite laser focused in the stretch and if he of the Derby and if he was maybe I don't think it would have made a difference, but maybe you never know. So I think these guys know more about it than me and you. Yes. Brad Cox certainly <laughs> would know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But again, to stay one last time to Steven's comment. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's ever great. And I and you can argue this with it worked out here and but it. it it, yeah, you just don't like change all that often. Exactly. Um, so, I agree. Uh, any any other horse you, that we haven't mentioned? You want to talk about? Mm, not for me. Okay. Uh, Red Route One. Any, no, just kidding. You don't have any interest in him, right? He'll either be fifth or sixth, probably, <laughs> or maybe fourth. <laughs> Let me ask you this one. Um, Tapachu's National Treasure, Forte, Angel of Empire. Okay, the, the big four. Which one is most likely to finish in like the bottom three? You, Tabit Trice, you mean? Tabit Trice, National Treasure, Hitch, oh. or, uh, Forte, Angel of Empire. Which one of those four is likely to finish like in the Ooh, bottom three? Bottom like three. Run? Yeah. 
I still think they need to make this a bet in horse racing where you I pick one to finish last. I do too. Or have a bottom trifecta. So that'd be great. I know. That would give all us idiots a chance. <laughs> well, no, it's just it's it's fun. It's kind of fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Okay. Out of those. Well, I asked this because one of our commenters do what? I asked this because one of our commenters on Blinkers Off said Tapatrice is going to finish seventh in the race. So that's who I would pick because I don't have him in the top four. That's who you would pick. Yeah. 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 Probably the same. Um, I I think National Treasure maybe if if he got really pressed He'd he could be my second. He would be my second choice. Yeah. 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 So it looks like Dennis does not. He says Angel of Empire. He does not want Angel no, of Empire. That's why we bet horses. That's right. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, his opinion is just as good as mine. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I learned a long time ago. You got you like who you like. I can't not that's right. There's no reason to argue, just bet against you. And look, I right. I you don't just gotta know. go with what you want, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can't sit here and say if Angel of Empire is seventh, I would be shocked because this Triple Crown season, nothing has been shocking. Or no. nothing, everything has been shocking. I should say. Nothing has been normal. No. You know, no. so. All right, Um, right. Let's see. What should we do now? Um, I'm trying to debate. We've got a lot of topics uh, mm -hmm. that I wanted to go over looking at the time here. So that's a Belmont. We're both on Angel of Empire. I think this is this the first time we've both been on the same horse. I think so. Yeah. Because I had Forte until he scratched, and then I can't remember who I went with in the Derby. Yeah. Who did you go? Angel who Empire. You? you went Angel Empire. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens here. I think it's going to be a really good day, really good race. I think the smoke is going to clear. Like I said, if we play baseball, surely we can run horses. So. I, I would think that it'll be all right by Saturday. Tomorrow might be iffy, but somebody I saw on Twitter a while ago would they if if Friday got canceled would they move it to sun uh, Sunday? Well, they moved the Thursday card, uh, the oh, Thursday stakes to Sunday. Okay, so that's probably why they were thinking that. I don't know. Yeah. Um. All right, let's do softball real quick because game two of the softball World Series is tonight. Oklahoma and Florida State, uh, this is pretty incredible. We've got to cover it, and I know a lot of people don't care about softball. Oklahoma is 60-1. This is the greatest softball team in the history of the sport, as long as they win one of these next two games, meaning they can win the national championship tonight. If they lose, they could still win it the next night because it's double elimination. OU has won the first game. They won it easily, 5 to nothing. 61-1 if they win. I, I, I mean. This it, this is never going to happen again. No, and uh, I don't really want to brag on them till it's over. So I'm going to temper this just a little. But I always wondered what it was like to root for a team like UConn in women's basketball. Yeah. And that's what this is. Mm -hmm. And if they pull this off, this is not a one-year deal. This will be their third straight. I think they're fifth out of the last seven, something like that, or six out of the last eight. If they pull us off over the last three years, they will have a record of 177 and eight. That's incredible. 
This is softball, which is exactly like baseball. Mm -hmm. You can lose any time you take the field. And there are some pitchers that can beat you. And one of them is the girl Stanford's got that OU beat twice. I don't know if they're going to do it. They're under immense pressure. They've won 52 games in a row. This will be 53 if they can get it. But they are a fantastic team, and they are. And, and, and they get criticized. I, if you're watching it, and I don't know who watch, if you are, they are, if you are just a casual fan, they, they do appear to be arrogant. You can be arrogant when you back it up. And we're fans. We know these girls. We follow them. They're not arrogant. It okay. I'm going to put a stop to this one right now. Every year this happens. Every yes. year people watch this and they don't understand. Yeah. Every softball team in the world acts like this. This is how they, this is how they do. They celebrate when anything it's happens. The it's the sport. It's it, it, and People that say this kind of stuff, not just about this, but anything, they've, they've either – have never played a sport in their life or yeah. they're an asshole period. It's one of those two things. There's no, there's no, there's, there's a couple of things they do. I don't like, but as a fan, I don't like it. Like when one of them walks and bangs the bat down at the plate, I don't like that very well, but that's what they do. And, uh, uh, how does the school get to be this dominant? Are you, uh, are you so saying you're is, don't take this the wrong way, Oklahoma fans? But how does a school like Oklahoma get to be this dominant? Is it coaching slash recruiting? Uh, how uh, how can't schools like Miami, UCLA out recruit Oklahoma? It's okay. the coach. It's one thousand percent the coach. It's the coach. Yeah. If you follow it, it's the coach. She's the best recruiter in any college sport out there. And it's the culture. It's yeah. the program. It's what they do when they get there and they get them mm-hmm. and you got to follow it closely to understand it. Mm-hmm. It's what Gino does at Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And when you win, you get the best players. It is that simple. If you if continue you, to work like you worked trying to build up to it, that's, that's the right. thing. She d- is not satisfied with no. just winning one or two. Case in point, they got a pitcher from Michigan last year who was a great pitcher, went into the portal for her senior year, wasn't necessarily going to leave Michigan, just put her name in there to see what would happen. The day after OU won the national championship last year, Patty Gasso, the coach of the Sooners, got a hold of this girl. She could be sitting back celebrating, you know, second national championship row, got everybody coming back. She saw this girl's name in the portal and called her. The day after they win the national championship, the girl thought it was a fake, thought somebody was uh, pranking her. Mm-hmm. Couldn't believe Patty Gasco would call. Said, hey, can you get down here? We'll arrange to get you down here. And they did. The girl came down by herself without her parents. They showed her the facility, whatever, took her around, showed the culture, whatever. And so she got ready to leave. And, and Patty said, thanks for coming. She goes, where do I sign? Yeah. Where do I sign? And Patty Castle goes, don't you want to talk to your parents? No, I don't need to talk to my parents. This is where I'm coming. 
now you can do now that the sell is much easier, right? So yeah. you don't her building this up took time, but now she can go out and get anybody she wants. Right. You know? And then I'm hearing, you know, it's bad for the sport. It's not bad for the sport because there's lots of, listen, I teach driver's ed. I went to school to, uh, uh, yesterday. No, today I got my shirt on right now. I had five boys, teenage boys, come up to me and say, are you watching that softball? That is unbelievable. Are they going to pull this off? They're watching it because they're interested in that winning streak. Yeah. Can they pull it off? They're not necessarily OU fans. They're just watching. These are boys yeah. watching right. this. Yeah. So it's the same thing with UConn. That was fascinating to watch mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to see if they could keep winning. And if you think, if you know, I get sick of Alabama and football. But what they have done and now George is doing is incredible. It's a draw. It is. People tune yep. in to see dominance. Any Anybody that ever says a dominant team is bad for the sport is a loser. No, you're right, because it makes everybody else better. You try to get better. You are a loser if you think that. <laughs> yes. I've always said that. I've always said that. Yeah, I don't like Alabama. Yeah, they're not but, bad for the sport. Oh hell no! No, <laughs> I mean, no. You, you the, it's it. You, and I don't want to brag on them too much because I might jinx them. Because listen, this team they're playing is good. Yeah, Florida State. I think they're like fifty nine and eight, something like that. They are good. So hold on, you mentioned they're fifty eight and ten, Florida okay. State, and you mentioned in the last three years Oklahoma has lost eight games. Yeah. Florida State's lost 10 this year, and they are very good. They're one of the better teams OU's been up against. And the other thing is, too, they went out this year and they played, I don't know how many top 10 teams, and beat them. Mm -hmm. And everybody's trying to beat them. They're under, they're under immense pressure. Think of the pressure these girls are under. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and UConn was the same way. I think UConn was in a sport you can be more dominant in you know, than softball because you don't have a pitcher that can beat you single-handedly. Yeah. And in basketball, if you got so much talent, you know, you're going you're gonna to win. And they were so much better. But guess what? They've dropped. They're not what they were. Well, it's hard. Because other teams have got better. Yeah. It's hard to keep it up. That's really sure. Oh, this is going to fall too. Oh, he's got everybody back next year. And then it's going to drop. I guarantee you, after next year, they're going to drop. As long as she's well, to do her job. What I mean is, they're not going to be this dominant. Is what I mean. Well, no, no. That's you're never going to see that again. But no, that, the deal is, she's she's just really good at what she does, and that's that's yeah. that's all there's to it. Uh, on the dominance thing being bad, JL makes a really good par, par, uh, point. Why are we down on Saturday's race? Same reason. No triple crown. Absolutely. People, Absolutely. People like to see history. They like to see greatness. They like <laughs> that's the biggest draw there is in sports. Yeah. It, it, it's it, it, it's it's just what it is. So yeah. exactly. Um yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of that stuff is in the echo chamber of social media. 
And I think when you're off of it, like me, you don't even know what's happening. I got a text from my buddy and he's like, can you believe all these people talk about OU softball doing this and this? I was like, I didn't even know that was going on. But I said, you know what? I heard it last year, heard it the year before, yeah. heard it five years ago when they won, heard it about Florida when they won or whoever the hell won before Oklahoma. Every year, people that never watch softball get on there and be like, well, these girls shouldn't be acting like this. They shouldn't show emotion when they do good things. Get a fucking life, if that's your thought. Get a life. Get yeah. outside. Get away from the computer. Go do something else. That's the worst take in the history of the world. This is sports. You're supposed to be emotional during sports. That's what sports are. Yeah. You. It's crazy to say you're not acting right. You just celebrated because you hit a double. Yeah. Get a life. That's right. Period. Get out of the, get out of wherever you're at and go do something with your life. All right. Yeah. Look at, look at, on that. look at this here. What Kevin just posted it. Did you hear about this? Um, let's see. Softball related. This one. Yeah. Softball related. My local news just showed the high school softball team made the state final four and the seven seniors just quit the team to go to prom the same day as the finals. What's Papa Dude's take? <laughs> I can't believe I I don't know any place I've ever coached where that would have happened. I'll just say that. There has to be more to that story. Yes. I, I there has to be some kind now, of are these seven seniors not good players? Well maybe they don't play. There's got to be something to this. Somebody's done something to somebody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have not heard that. That's crazy. Not seven. No. Yeah. That is oh, two captains. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, they got the wrong captains. How about that? They selected the wrong captains. Five starters. Oh, this is. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know what to say, Kevin. I. I. I would have to think as a coach that um, <laughs> it, it, it just it just wouldn't happen. I mean, you work your ass off to get to that point. Yeah. The prom is – sure, the prom means something, but – okay, let me, let me say this. The high school should reschedule the prom. Yeah, there's got to be a simpler solution to this, I would think, as well. Um, the coach was very tight-lipped and just said he can't understand how the girls would do this. There's a fish, something fishy about that. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you set those proms up way in advance, and it's hard to cancel them. Yeah. But you don't schedule the prom with anything that's going to conflict. Right. And they know when these – uh, final fours are that's set well in advance when they are. Yeah, I'm assuming this is a pretty good team and they, they were going to be good. You don't schedule the prom on that date, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. That well, I agree. No, the, the problem is the girls don't give a shit. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to. The coach has done something to him. <laughs> something wrong here. You're right. I don't Something's know what very wrong. Let me look into that. And let us know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's very interesting to me. Yeah. That's a developing story that we will keep. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's our man on this. He's going to have to get us going on this. Yes, Kevin's our man on many subjects, including 
um, scandalous uh, uh, girls softball at Shin High School. So, all right. That'll be very interesting. Good one. Um, all right. Uh, let's let's go. Uh, gosh, just get you know. There's nothing more irritating than than people. <laughs> What people criticizing athletes for showing emotion, and I'm talking about good emotion, not you can't obviously can't slug somebody or do something like you, but like celebrating a, something good happening. There's that is just that well, me more than any other take out there. I think if they were 30 and 34, nobody'd be saying anything. I think if they weren't girls, nobody would be saying, Well, that's possible too. I think there's a they lot said of that themselves, they think they're getting picked on because they're girls. Well, the players have said that. So, although I will say it might be worse, but I I see that all the time in any sport, boys, girls, whatever. Yeah, um, I I see this that horrific, horrific take that you shouldn't celebrate anything. So another good point there, Kevin. It's worse when they do it to girls, but they praise Deion Sanders dancing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't have any problem with that either. I mean, it's. Again, no, I didn't care. Some I, just of don't, you just I don't watch. Not anybody watching, but these people need to get lives. There's got to be something better to do than watch TV and criticize college girls for celebrating. Right, just, I agree. If that's what you're doing. Don't watch it. And I mean, I'm not saying you can't say it amongst yourself, but if you're going on Twitter and you're attacking girls, who you don't college even, girls for celebrating. You don't even know. Yeah, you have serious problems, okay? And I'm not kidding. You need to go see somebody. You have serious issues, okay? If you're criticizing, anyway, I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm not going on with that. All no, right. I think we've... <laughs> there's just not, it not, there's nothing that makes me more uh, just furious than that. So anyway, all right. Golden Knights and Panthers, who you got tonight? Has this been a disappointing series? God, it has to me. Yes. And you think this would be better than what it's been? Mm -hmm. The thing that I was worried about the most, I don't know. Maybe the Golden Knights are better. But the Panthers have lost their edge. I was afraid they were going to. Yeah. And it appears that's what's happened. Uh, I went with Florida tonight, but wouldn't bet it. You got to pet. You got to take the plus money if you're going to bet it, because that's the way this hockey's been. Yeah. Got to take the plus money tonight. With the Knights. First game Florida's played, I haven't bet them. I, I didn't bet anything. Hard to bet them after the way they played. To me, I think they're going to bounce back. I think they're going to win, but I don't know. I don't, I don't want them. I'm not very opinion. confident. I don't like the way they're playing. Uh, Kevin says this go down as one of the worst NBA NHL playoffs combined. It's got a real chance. Yeah. Because the semis weren't any good either. Not, the not real good. Was so good early it, until we got to the final four. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. The NBA, we did have a game seven between the Heat and the Celtics. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, NBA wasn't, it, it hasn't, the, the finals are a little blah. But. Well, if, if some way, somehow Miami can come back and win tomorrow, yeah. then we have a series that's and sort of interesting. Same here. If the Panthers can win these exactly. two at home, then you got something. Then we got something because then they're going to be back on track. So, yeah. And I was I was texting with Dennis during Game Two and the series, and I, I was just like, they are just awful. Like they don't. I mean, they weren't awful, 
but they don't look like how they yeah. looked. And he thought the same thing. He's like, they just don't, they don't look how they looked. They, they're not playing anywhere near how they yeah. were playing when we kind of quote unquote fell in love with them, you know? So, yeah. What do you think about it? They had almost two weeks off. Oh, I know. Yeah. What do you do during those two weeks to stay sharp? What can you possibly do? You do see this happen a lot, especially yeah. in game one. I think I was just more, more disappointed game two. I thought win or yeah. lose, they're going to play a better game. Yeah. Get a worse game. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Right. It should be a good game. We're going to, we're going to skip NBA. We'll talk about it this weekend, probably on the, on the daily show, but we got to talk about the PGA and live golf. God, people have been waiting for you to get back. So you can well, talk. No, wait, I, I really, I'm going to disappoint people because I don't understand a lot of it. So I'm not, I know what's happened though. I, well, I've got good news. I'm going to help you understand it. And then we'll get your take on it. Well, okay. My take is it's all about money. Okay, that's good. Good take because that's yeah. certainly what it is. Yeah. Basically, basically the Saudis are controlling Golf. the PGA Tour now. Yeah. And that is ridiculous. You want? You want? You want to? <laughs> You want a you want a bunch of people from Saudi Arabia yeah. controlling. I wonder how the people in Scotland feel about this that invented golf. You know what I mean? They can't be happy. Um, and what I feel sorry for the the guy. I started to call him heroes, but they're that's a stupid term. Yeah, Roy McIlroy. Yeah, who you know came out and defended the PGA all this time. Yep. And then gets thrown under the bus and doesn't even know this agreement's about to come down. Yep. Those are the people I feel sorry for. So there's a couple aspects of this. Several uh, golfers jumped to live and took the money. and Exactly. And they were just looked at as trash by these P by the PGA, like per, not oh, yeah. other players, but the higher ups, you know? Exactly. And made to just be the worst human beings. And so, but now the higher ups have taken the money and they're right there with them now. Now they're well, right. those welcoming P them back, right? Yeah. Those yeah. PGA players who dug their heels in and said, no, yeah, we're going to protect the game of golf. We're not, we're going to say no to millions of dollars for our families and, and themselves. Yes. We're going to protect the game of golf. Now work for the Saudis anyway. Yeah. I mean, you and to not let any of the players know they found out just how we found out it's bad. This is really bad. This is a horrific yeah. look. You take a guy like Mickelson slime ball of all time. Mm -hmm. He gets $200 million to go over there just mm -hmm. to play in the league. He didn't have to, that's not prize money. He got a 200 million signing, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. $200 million people. And to bolt the PGA, where Roy McElroy, or McElroy could have got that. Yeah. Uh, all of those big-time golfers. You know, Tiger's not really relevant right now other than he's still a voice, but he's not a player much anymore. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's all money, and now you've sold your soul to the Saudis, a real trustworthy bunch. I mean – I, it's going to be interesting to me to see how far Rory goes with this because I, I think Roy is Rory is legit. I think he really 
really means what he says. I do. Yeah, I do. There, there are a lot of people that, like said, that, that come out looking good in this. And it, those people that did stick with uh, the PGA Tour certainly do look good in this. But, you know, looking good's all fine and well, but they're getting just excre- uh, excruciating, like it's screwed, just, just screwed royally. Um, it, it's really unbelievable. Because they defended the PGA. What it is, bottom line is, the PGA is tanking. It's tanking. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sell his practice. <laughs> hey, you don't have to. You're hitting pick five right. left and right. That's like seventy that you've hit this month. So. Yeah, and get that money up front, Doctor Tang. Make don't don't you know? Make sure you see the money. Okay, send them to us. Uh, do do Rory and Tiger come together and start their own league? Ah, uh, because yeah. they don't have the money. They don't no. have the money to do it. But. The thing is, I don't watch golf anymore. Do you? No, uh-uh. and I used to watch it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about it anymore. No, no. and I don't. I'd say, I'd say TV ratings are terrible. I don't know this, but I would have to think they are. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that for sure. But in my world, they're terrible. As in zero, I haven't watched it. In many I, no, I, I I have to draw the line somewhere, and I don't watch it. I know golf courses aren't busy like they were during Tiger's heyday. Yeah. The sport is hurting. So they probably do need a shot in the arm, money-wise. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get it. So the interesting thing is going to be how much power are the Saudis going to have on this? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was I, that? I, they used me at the negotiating table? I, I think the Saudis are going to have a ton of power. I do, because they got a ton of money. <laughs> To me, what this is, the Saudis couldn't get a TV deal for their for their league, but they also were stealing all the players. So <laughs> I think it was a situation. The PGA said, "All right, we'll 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 have a merger. You guys can control it. You guys can have the have the TV. You, you know, have we'll we can you can use our TV rights, and um, we got to keep PGA Tour. This is the number one thing. But after that, they're in control." So. Yeah, well, I would think different of them if they'd give me a hundred thousand, hundred million. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd probably do what they wanted. And this was this was something in the article I read as well, Kevin. He said the Saudis have first right of refusal on new partnerships by the PGA. That is, that's a big, big deal. That's a huge so, deal. Yeah, um, and 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 Doc's right. WWE didn't even sell themselves to the Saudis. That's exactly you know, right. Hot rumor. So that's right. So a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger picture. The Saudis have taken over golf. Can they slash will they take over other sports? That's Ooh. that's next to me. Listen, like, it's all about money. It, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. It's all about money. That's why Oklahoma's going to the SEC. That's yeah. why Texas is going to the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care that they're not going to dominate. They don't care. They've no. got the guaranteed television money up front. Yeah, right. And it's all about money. And I don't care what it is. It's all about money. And it is entirely possible they could take over if the price is right. Mm-hmm. I do think something like the NFL, which is so solid and makes a ton of money, and it's not in any kind of – I'm saying I think golf's in financial trouble. 
The NFL's not. Yeah. So I don't think they'll get to the NFL for a while. Am I that naive? Probably that'd probably be the last to go because there's a lot of money involved in the NFL. But I would still, see like, them getting involved with the NBA, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but I think the NBA is solid also. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. But yeah, this is it's a scary situation. Well, I, I mean, scary isn't the right word. I mean, I don't know. It's Here's the situation. The guys could go play and make all the money over there and, and play in their tournaments. And then they come over here and they win a major. And it's like the PGA Tour all of a sudden was like, well, if it's not a major, we don't have anybody playing on these other tournaments that anybody's even heard of. That you know? You're right. How about the general public? Yeah. We have to also, if, if Tiger was still in his heyday, this wouldn't have happened, I don't think. I, I don't know. You never know. I don't think so because the, the PGA was one of the hottest, hottest sports there was. Yeah. When Tiger was playing. Yeah. So Jason says golf is not day. in financial trouble. Huh? Jason says golf is not in financial trouble. I don't believe that. Well, not now for sure. <laughs> I got a feeling. I would trust him because I don't follow it and he does. So well, I, I, I will too. But I common sense tells me people are not watching golf. And TV contracts PVA. have to be renewed. Let's see. I, mean, I think money has a lot to do with it. Final round of the PGA Championship averaged a 2.6 rating and 4.52 million viewers, down 16% in ratings and 14% in viewer, viewership from last year. So that's this year's viewership. Um, I would think it would have been worse. But TV ratings are down for a lot of people. Uh Let's see. Well, I'm just going to throw myself out there, okay? Mm-hmm. I am a huge sports fan. I will watch just about anything. And I have not watched. I watched a little bit of the Masters mm-hmm. because I like to look at the golf course. Mm-hmm. And I just think um, it's a problem. And... If I'm not watching it, as big of a sports fan as I am, there's a lot of people that have left it. So I know Jason, and I also have a, a really good friend that's big into golf. Um, and they've told me the same thing. Because I, you can't assume just because you're not watching it doesn't mean other people aren't watching it. Because they, they've told me the same thing. So the golf is not in trouble. Golf is doing yeah. great. So I don't know. Jason knows more than I do. So I'll I'll cede that to you. But um this is going to really make them in good shape now. My buddy watches every round of every tournament. And he I told him uh I don't know, as well as before the Masters. I was actually uh, I saw him and I said, Ah gosh, golf's gotta be bad. Like I don't watch that. He goes, Oh no, golf is is it's as doing as good as it's ever done. So hmm. Just because we're not interested doesn't mean other people I are. guess and, not. And so if, let's say that is true. Mm-hmm. It's even more stupid to do what they do. I think so, too. <laughs> like, if you have no money, okay, you're trying to save what you think. But if you're doing the best you've ever done, it makes it worse, in my opinion, what they've done. So, Well, Michael, where is be... the U.S. Open this week? Michael's or next week. Michael's going to the U.S. Open. I don't even know where it is. I used to know. Uh, oh, I year, too. But 
That was must-see no. TV on on Father's Day Sunday. Yep. Yep. Next week. Yeah, let us know where it's at. Um, let's see. It's LA. Country. Oh, the LA Country Club. Okay. Yeah. It's a good course. Okay. I've seen it there before. Yeah. Well. Well. They need a star with a personality. How about that? I'm There's plenty of stars out there, but they need somebody with the personality that Tiger had. Yeah. And played right. the way he did. This is good. Hey, hey, we like horse racing. We should not be saying if another industry is in trouble. <laughs> That's the best comment yet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, how much is it to play around a golf in our area? I don't know, like forty bucks, probably. With a cart, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it maybe live in that. <laughs> right, it's a lot higher than that. Other places. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, do you have any questions for us before we get off today? Uh, yeah, somewhere. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Now, is anyone going in the chat going to criticize us because we're going to questions now instead of talking about sports? Like no, blasted last week. Not now. Okay. I think you've got the list of questions over your microphone, though. So oh, right. there you go. Okay. Sorry. You have just one. Okay. A free meal, meals for life. What establishment are you going to choose? I think we need to do somebody, not a local one, some something that people have heard of. Well, let's break it into a fast <laughs> food option. All right. And like a chain option, okay. like a chain restaurant option. Got it. Fine with me. So, yeah, we won't do local because everybody's. No, because local. no one's heard of them. So you won free meals for life. At a fast food restaurant and a regular restaurant. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and again, not your locals. Everybody that's going to answer, no local restaurants. A yeah, chain you gotta have it. It's got to be a chain that we've all heard of. A nice chain restaurant, you know, yeah. quote unquote nice, and then yeah. a fast food joint. Yeah. I don't, know any, no local. I, don't, I don't know any chain restaurants that are real expensive. Do you? No, I mean, I think any chain restaurant, for the most part, you're looking at getting out of there if you're two people under $40, $40-$50 probably. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um I, Shake Shack would be my I never heard of that. Fast food. Well, it's a chain. <laughs> Is it in New York only? No. no. Shake Shack. How come I never heard of that? There's one in Vegas, there's one in um um Okay. Kansas City. There's there's okay. one in New York. All right. But Shake Shack would be mine. Uh, Mark says in and out. They're you know similar. Um, yeah, I, I he he won't go anywhere where they're at. That's the problem. <laughs> Look at all these people. Shake I've Shack. been to Kansas City. There's some in LA. Yeah. What's that? I've been to Kansas City. I would go Shake Shack uh, for me. That that's pretty easy. Uh, it, uh, one you have heard. I would go Five Guys also. Okay. There is there is one at Saratoga next to my favorite bar. That's true. Okay. Yeah. What's your dream? This one's really hard for me because far away, right? Five weeks, five and a half weeks. Anyway, go ahead. This one. By the way, are you going to your niece's wedding on the twenty first? 
of July. I didn't know there was a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> they think you're coming. <laughs> Why didn't I? <laughs> I don't know. All right, here we go. Uh, First of all, who's getting married? <laughs> Brittany. Did they send out invitations? No. You had to. This is for another another uh, discussion. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of where I'm going to spend my get my free meals. Uh, Wait a second, July twenty first. Yeah. Hold on. Here. I thought you'd be in Saratoga. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. So you're going? I don't know, even know anything about it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Freddy's. Is there? Are they everywhere? Yeah, Freddy's are everywhere. That's a good pick, Freddy's. That's what I'm going to go with. That's one of my favorites. I think it's too expensive, but now I'm getting them free. So I'm going Freddy's. Freddy's, Freddy's is a good one. Yeah. What about what about a quote unquote nicer chain and uh. Uh, where is Trisha's I've got, comment? I've got, I've got These a good one. But this is what we're talking about. Olive yeah. Garden, Texas yeah. Roadhouse, Chili's, things like that. Good to see you, Trish. Um, not an Olive Garden fan because I'm not an Italian. Okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. Got to be a chain. I love barbecue. Uh -huh. So I've got to think of a chain. I really, I, I do like rib crib. I like rib crib. <laughs> I think that I would do be my. Think you'd pick that, but what, well, what else can you think of another chain barbecue? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, what are you going to pick, Smart Alec? <laughs> um. Oh man. Uh. Why did I think of Te Texas Roadhouse would be a good one? Yeah, I like it. Jeff Ruby's. I don't think that's a chain, is it? I've heard of it, but I don't think it's a chain. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Hooters and Outback. Are Hooters still around? Yeah. Is that still still around. Yeah. Oh, uh, Morton's. Uh, you don't know what that is, I'm sure, but Morton's would no. be a good one. really good one. I'm not an Outback fan either, but I mean, I don't, I don't think it's bad. I've ate that Outback near San Diego Park. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't mind them at all. I do like Texas Roadhouse a lot. Michael, have you ever ate at Matt Denny's? It's over there, kind of buy out back. It's not a chain. That's a good place to go. Okay. Um, um, Outback Seafood. I'm going to come up with one that you're going to just laugh your ass off at. Morton's is really good. That'd be mine. Go ahead. Sandy and I love Cracker Barrel. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> okay, you ready for the next one? Crackle barrel. You don't like cracker barrel? No. For the rest of your life, you want to go to cracker barrel. Yeah, you give got me a, a break. Uh, you got a good point. I think I I think I'm gonna go with Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, Michael, I go there every every time we go to Santa Anita, we go there after the races as well. I do like Texas Roadhouse. That's a really good place. Fun. It's a fun hang. It's not like the food at Mad Denny's is like amazing, but it's just a really fun hangout. I agree. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. We've probably been there at the same time and didn't even know it. Um, 
Dr. Tang's never been to a Cracker Barrel? Well, don't waste your time. No, no, you have not lived. You've got to go in there. Jason, um, Jason likes Denny's. Denny's and IHOP. I think I like IHOP. I well, for breakfast for sure. Denny's is. A, I mean, yeah, yeah. Denny's, Denny's breakfast is good. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Chinese people allowed in Cracker Barrel. Yes. Well, you got to put on an American mask. But maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. Probably so. <laughs> Are there Cracker Barrels in LA? I doubt I it. I doubt it. That. You would be allowed it. in the Cracker Barrels, but maybe not in the states that have them. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord oh gosh uh, uh trish i do like taco bell you like taco bell mm -hmm. pick a place yeah, serves booze too far all the free oh yeah this has booze you get all the free drinks as well wow i like the i like the uh michael says he loves shakes at denny's uh i like the shakes at brahms yeah those are good yeah yeah this is good yeah, real good. I, I, I <laughs> that was pretty funny, Doc. I'll give you that one. Crack barrels are on the outskirts of cities, right? They allow RV parking overnight. Correct. Yes. Um, you can They're very popular in the South. There is a Cracker Barrel. No lie. If I if I point you that can, way, you can spit and hit it from your house. You drive like two. Well, I can't spit that far. We're two miles. That way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Dennis, you've been there, Cracker Barrel, I bet. Oh, yes, Dennis has been to a million Cracker Barrels. That's right. Okay, you ready? Yes, ready. If you could get a tattoo today, <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> uh, get a tattoo today, what would it be? Oh, there's lots of good dishes at Cracker Barrel. Uh, what's the best dish at Cracker Barrel? <laughs> it's Southern fried food, baby. Um, it, the best dish at Cracker Barrel is probably the chicken and dumplings. That's what Sandy always gets. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Uh, yeah, have you ever been to a Waffle House, Doc? Hit us uh, back on that. Yeah, um, I've been there. Biscuit. Uh, uh, breakfast is good. Do they still allow smoking in Waffle House? Because I just about choked the last time. <laughs> Doc's never been to a Waffle House either. Oh, Doc, you've got to get out more. Um, I would go. Let's see, tattoos. tattoos. Chinese dumplings? No, not at a Cracker Barrel. Tattoos, tattoos. Hmm. Bob Baffert tattoo. <laughs> that fit Michael well. Uh, I get a tattoo of Cracker Barrel chicken and dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look like. Vomit in, in a way, so that uh, yeah. What do you mean? What type of dumplings? What type of what are you talking about? You're so god, <laughs> guy. Oh gosh, I would have a. I, I, I really the tattoo thing. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I've never thought about getting one. I no, I haven't either. I, they're too painful. Yeah, I don't think I'd like that at all. I'd probably no. get. Um, I kind of like, not for me now, but those ones that look like a barbed wire going around your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd look good with that. Yeah. I think I would too. I, I think it would make me much better. I was thinking about getting one, a fake one down in Florida, you know, where you can wash it off, come like home that. with it. That's good. 
Wouldn't that be funny? Barbed wire tattoo. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would not put one on my butt. No way. I'm definitely... kind of like this. Like, I don't like getting a shot, so I'm not going to do it. No, I don't either. No. Hey, you ready? All right. This, this one's hard. What's that? Getting a tramp stamp. I like tramp stamps a lot. Not for me. No. 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 I think they're very cute. Okay. There you go. I don't like. Okay, I hope I'm not going to offend. We're getting women in this. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I don't like those all the way down your arms. Um, it depends oh, on a girl. No, it depends. It depends. Really? Because of what it is. I don't. I don't it's like something it. like kind of cool. I kind of like it. I do like the tramp stamp but on a girl. Just like a, I don't know. It needs to be like some kind of design or something. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> this, I don't know. I can't when I, when I see a a girl with one of them down her arm, I I don't even get to her face. <laughs> I can't get to it. All I see is that. Okay. Well, Very distracting. <laughs> okay. Next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Kevin says I found the snakes and screeched like a girl. That was from another. Yeah. Ready? Next. We yeah. got we're only 12 minutes because softball starts at 6 30 tonight. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. What superstitions do you have? <sighs> I do like tramp stamps. People are very, very excited about <laughs> Jason doesn't like the arm thing. Um no, look, too much. Like, okay. Let, let's get over that. Um, all right, superstitions. I don't know. A little butterfly on a on a woman's ankle or a back, yeah, not bad. There you go. Okay, <laughs> not bad. Uh superstitions. <laughs> I know you, but I don't have any. I don't have any. I don't. I don't. I don't have anything. There's two that my mother always said. Now the number thirteen doesn't bother me much. Um. <laughs> Maybe I ought to get a tramp stamp and go in Cracker Barrels. Papa Dude likes Cracker Barrel and tramp stamps, yeah. You usually don't get to see that. Maybe that's why I like that butterfly so well. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a great point. A very good that's point. That's right. That's, that's right. Or if you're at the beach. <laughs> yeah, that's true as well. And you got a bathing suit on. Right. By the way, I hate the Tigers. How, how do you have no hits against the Phillies in five innings? Okay, go on. I don't know. Uh, walking underneath a ladder. Okay. I will not do that. Okay. I, I won't either. No. I agree with that. I do opening, have a I, I don't do that. An, opening an umbrella inside the house. I will not do that. Okay. It's I won't bad either. luck. Yeah, I won't either. Mm -mm. That's about it on this superstitions i'm sure i have some more but the latter yes i'm with you on that yep i'm with you on that that I'm one like, bothers me and i do not know why so yeah uh my dad ran over a black cat and then about wrecked the car trying to stop the car after the cat walked across <laughs> the street and proceeded to scream and cuss saying he's going to lose at the track <laughs> uh, okay. oh yeah that's good, Kevin. He's superstitious about saying anything positive about a bet <laughs> before it crashes. Absolutely. That's pretty good. Just like tonight. 
I really didn't want to talk about this OU game tonight. I'll against his team creates a win-win. I think a lot of people do that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I never bet my team, hardly ever. I just don't. And if my grandma told me no money on the bed, and now I'm very cautious. <laughs> no money on the bed? Yeah. Meaning don't lay like your wallet on the bed? Is that? I don't know. Now, my wife throws a fit if I put my shoes, even if they're clean, I put them on a table. I don't she think that's a superstition. That huh? I don't think that's a superstition. No, no. She says bad luck. Oh, oh, not because you have nasty shoes on the no, table? No, no. They can be luck. brand okay. new. They can be brand new. I take them out of the box and just sit them there until I put them on or something. Yeah. All right. Okay. Can you think of a food combination that's really weird that you like? So don't set any money on the bed. Okay. And I never heard that one. I've never heard that one either. But that's interesting. Uh, any food combination that I like? No. Uh, a weird one. Nope. Can't think of anything. Well, I'll throw this one out because everybody says it's the weirdest thing ever. Okay. But my brother and I were raised on this, and we love it. I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> spaghetti. Right. And you then so you boil the spaghetti. And then you put uh, one egg, and you you do it like it's scrambled. You put it in there, and you mix it all up with some butter. Uh-huh. And you get that, and you put the spaghetti in with it as the egg cooks in the pan as you're frying it. Delicious. Hmm. You never had that at your grandmother's house? Many, many times. I'm Did just you waiting like to see the responses to this because – Nobody, and I mean nobody that I've ever talked to has done this but us. Did you like it? I yeah, I, I didn't I liked it. It wasn't it wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Now, it's not egg. spaghetti with eggs. The egg is in the spaghetti. It's spaghetti noodles, no sauce with an egg yes. with, with eggs. Yeah. Just spaghetti, and then you put butter in a pan in a, a skillet. Like and then you're like you're making a scrambled egg. Yep. And you chop it up real fine and you mix it in with that butter and it gets in there with the spaghetti. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I, it's, we, we've all done it uh, in our family. Yeah. And everybody seems to really like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a. It's it's not it's because it's, food. it's not spaghetti like. No, it's just. It's, Aaron it's, said it's nothing on it. No, it's just noodles. Yeah. Yes, it's the noodles. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> no, this is not a Cracker Barrel. This was at my grandmother's house. Uh, She's the only woman to ever make it. <laughs> my, uh, your aunt, my brother's wife, yeah, simply will not eat that. <laughs> will not fix that for him. Well, it's a, it's a weird thing. It is. Yeah. You got to put salt on it. Or I do. Yeah, no, you do. Yeah. And it's really good if you take a piece of lunch meat and eat with it. I've never done that, and I don't okay. want to do that. I need a little bit of meat with it, so I'll get a piece of bologna or something. No, that is disgusting. My my, Sandy just gags. Seriously? From the bologna? No. From the whole thing? The whole thing. <laughs> the, noodle, the noodle and egg thing, or the spaghetti and egg things, that's not bad. It's, it's actually... 
swear to God, try it. It's not bad. It's really not. Like it, you'll be shocked. Like I said, you do have to salt it, not heavily, but just enough. It's got to have a little salt. Yeah, but the bologna don't do that. That is disgusting. When you don't put it in it, you just take a piece of this. I don't care what you're. I know. I like bologna though. (laughs) I don't know. I might take some butter. Stick, take a stick, stick of butter, dip it in sugar, and eat it. Hmm. I never really? heard of that one. Yeah. Never heard of that one. I haven't either. I think that might be good, but I've never heard of it. So there you go. Yeah. That's your well, lesson for tonight. This has been something. This has been something else. Something to behold. Yeah. Oh, Jason, you see someone put ketchup on eggs, you cringe? No. Scramble like eggs. On eggs. Yeah. Scrambled eggs, not, right. not whole whole eggs. Raw, raw cookie dough, I like that too. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, my Eat weird that. thing, I uh, burger, sour cream, salt. Oh God, salsa. Weird. <laughs> I'm not even reading the rest of that. I so, would. They would have to bury me if I ate that combination. The heartburn would be terrible. <laughs> oh. oh, Dennis, you got an iron gut. <laughs> <laughs> You better eat them when you're young, because when you Listen get older, that. you're not going to be able to do that. Burger, sour cream, salsa verde, jalapenos, onions, and two buns. Oh, <clears throat> that's gross. That yeah. is, that's disgusting. Who eats the whole... I know... Gorillas, come on! That's no, there's a there's a celebrity that does uh, a football player. I think I, I heard about it. That. I can't remember who it was though. Ooh, that's gross. As a kid, <laughs> I li- lived on two egos of vanilla ice cream in between. Oh, I've seen that before. I think that'd be good, actually. Yeah, that'd be really good. Then I developed a lactose problem and can't eat dairy any dairy. <laughs> Uh, all right, here's what we're gonna do because we're getting to the time when it's just gonna be baseball, it's Uh gonna come up before long. Uh Will Levis, we're gonna do a show. You guys are gonna come up with all these crazy questions, yes, and we're gonna sit here and we're gonna do an hour of this. Okay, it'll be a blast, yeah. All right, can I can I tell one story about lactose intolerance? Sure. <laughs> Why not? It's your network. This is it. We got to go. We got this is going to be a one minute story. Uh, maybe, maybe the first or second, no, 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 no. Second time I hung out with Magic ever. We were at Del Mar and we were up in the press box <laughs> and they had free ice cream in the little, I don't know what you call it, up in the press box. It's like a little snack shop, basically. Free ice cream. Oh, man. Yeah, it's really good. It's a hot day. You know, we went in there. And and it was good. It was good ice cream. Really good, man. We were just eating that shit like crazy. Right? Magic's just shoving that ice cream down his mouth. Like, yeah, all right, man. We're having a good time. Eat some ice cream. It's fun. <laughs> all night. He's sick. sick. <laughs> In the bathroom all night. And so the next morning, I'm like, what happened? Like, what are you all right? And he's like, Yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. I said, Magic, why did you eat it? Eat ice cream. He's like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, but I'm lactose intolerant and it, it, it really got to me bad. (laughs) Why did you eat so much? Like you ate like a whole pail of ice cream, dude. Like, why did you do that? Yeah. So 
There's my magic story. Oh yeah. Uh, somebody up there said uh, we have to make Samich sit through this. He he couldn't do it. <laughs> Samich can do many things, but he can't do this. No, this is just beneath him. Samich Samich goes. I get the weirdest questions after your show. <laughs> Yeah, bombard the Daily Show in the morning with some of this stuff, guys. If you're on there, oh my he, god, he won't. Hey, do it. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd be changing the subject, Kevin. We'd get back on uh, how many runs are going to score in the first inning in Korean baseball. Well. Um, we're getting out of here because we've got softball one minute away. So we yes. All right, guys. Thanks, Thanks a million, guys. You were fantastic. Yeah, another good crowd today, as always. Little, little uh, pre-Belmont uh, fun. And like I said, we'll be back uh, next week. More dudes who bed sports. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And we'll see you guys. Let me get that comment off the screen. There we go. We'll see you guys next week. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman. And it's Bob the Coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit.